This week on Foamcast Radio, new blasters galore from Dart Zone and Nerf. Plus, I've got a tactical analysis of a neat electronics kit from Rad Blasters, enough requisition recon to bankrupt you and some weekend battle space intel, and a smashing guest is in the war room to challenge you to challenge yourself. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Foamcast Radio, a mostly peaceful podcast. Before we get started, I've got a quick sit rep for you. Some of you might have noticed my recent post in the Facebook fan group, Foamcast Radio Fans, where I mentioned that the Foam Patrol was broken into a few days ago. The individual or individuals who got in didn't break any windows, but they did steal a seat organizer that I had in the back seat along with everything that was in it. Overall, it was about $200 worth of stuff that was taken. It's not as bad as it could have been, but it wasn't exactly fun either. Another quick update for you, I am still working on getting those decals out to the Patreon supporters. If you've already given me your mailing address, please be patient, I'm working on it, but if you haven't, please log into Patreon and check your messages for one from me. I need your shipping info so I can send you those decals. Speaking of Patreon, I've got no new Phone Patrol officers to shout out this week, but you can join the Phone Patrol and get your own shout out in the episode by going to patreon.com slash foamcastradio. Alright, with that out of the way, let's get straight into the Stratcom. This episode, we've got a ton of new blasters to talk about. The first one is the Nerf Rival Edge Saturn. For this blaster, we had some concept images leaked, and the Saturn is essentially a takedown, but with a permanently attached stock. In case you're not familiar, the takedown is a pump-action Springer Rival Blaster with an 8-round internal magazine. Now, the Saturn might have a slightly larger capacity as evidenced by the longer barrel, possibly 10 rounds instead of 8. It should sell for $40, US dollars, but we don't know exactly when it's going to be released. And if you just can't wait, Zero One Tech makes a stock attachment point adapter for the takedown that will basically let you attach any end strike stock you want to it, and you'll end up with basically the same blaster, except not in that hideous Nerf Rival Edge series yellow green, and maybe with a little bit smaller internal magazine. That adapter is about 16 US dollars. Next up, we have the Nerf Rival Icon Series Spectre. Yes, the Spectre is back. It's a slide-primed Springer revolver with a 5-dart cylinder, and it includes a detachable folding stock and a detachable suppressor attachment. Now, the new version might have some upgraded internals, bringing it up to the N-Strike Elite standard, but this is unconfirmed. What we do know is it comes with the exact same flimsy stock as before. It'll sell for 40 US dollars, and we don't really know the release date yet. Also leaked was the Nerf Rival Icon Series Long Shot. The Long Shot is a bolt-action magazine-fed Springer, and it comes with a 6-dart detachable magazine, as well as a detachable secondary blaster. Also known as the front gun, the secondary blaster is a pump-action muzzle-loaded single-dart Springer. The Long Shot also includes an integrated extending stock and an integrated bipod, and it comes with a detachable scope that attaches to a top rail. Now, the Icon Series version will be yellow, which won't be new, but it's been a long time since we've seen yellow versions of the Long Shot, and we don't know the price or the release date for this blaster yet. Next is the Nerf Fortnite IR. If you're not familiar with the game, IR stands for Infantry Rifle. This will be a flywheel-powered magazine-fed blaster. 
and it will come with a unique detachable six-dart magazine. It's unknown right now if it's going to be semi or full auto. My Monopoly money is on semi, but it does feature a detachable stock and a large, prominent tactical rail on top. It'll sell for 50 US dollars, but we don't know when. We also had a couple new Nerf Elite 2.0 leaks. The first up is the Turbine, which we thought was a rapid strike, and sure enough, it is. It's a flywheel-powered, full-auto, magazine-fed blaster, and it includes an integrated stock just like the Rapid Strike. Interestingly, it has top and bottom tactical rails, but no side rails. But it does have a muzzle attachment point. We don't know the price or release date for the Turbine yet. The next one is the Volt. Now, this is one that we all thought was going to be a Jolt, but it's actually more like a Fire Strike, which I guess is like a Jolt. It's a pullback, muzzle-loading springer with dart storage under the barrel and a tactical rail on top. It also might have a tactical rail underneath as well, but from the leaked images, I can't really tell. For this one, we don't know the price or the release date. Finally, Dart Zone announced the Adventure Force Villainator. This will be a pump-action Springer revolver with a 40-dart cylinder. It features two rings of darts, similar to how the X-Shot Turbo Advance works, but without the need to manually switch between them. It also features a removable stock, another sign that Dart Zone is working on their own accessory ecosystem, and it also features a tactical rail along the top. Now, this is being sold under the Adventure Force label as a Walmart exclusive. We don't know the price yet, but it will be released in August of this year. Foamcast Radio is supported by Hobby King. When I need a new battery for my latest blaster build, my favorite place to go is Hobby King. I can put in the exact specs and dimensions I want, and Hobby King gives me a list of candidates at incredibly affordable prices. Every flywheel build I make has a battery in it from Hobby King because I can count on them to fit perfectly and have the discharge rating and capacity I need for maximum performance and reliability. You can get 100 reward points when you create your Hobby King account for free right now. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking. Once again, to get 100 reward points, go to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking and create your Hobby King account for free right now. Thanks to Hobby King for supporting Foamcast Radio. Alright, it's time for my tactical analysis of the Rad Blaster's Rev Trigger Delete Board. Now, full disclosure, I did receive one of these for free from Rad Blasters with the understanding that I would be providing an honest review. The Rev Trigger Delete Board is essentially a circuit board that you solder your battery and motor leads to, and it includes a micro switch and the appropriate switch plate for your specified blaster. Now, that switch serves as your rev switch, which is activated automatically when you pull the main trigger. Switch plates are available for the Strife, the Ultra 2, the Raven, and the Rapid Red, and in theory, you could also use this kit in other blasters by just improvising a switch placement. Now, what makes this kit different than other options for dual-stage triggers is the fact that it keeps the motors spinning for a full second after you release the trigger, rather than letting them slow down between shots. The board can handle 2S and 3S voltage, and it sells for 11 US dollars and free shipping, and it's available now on Etsy. This board worked great in my testing. I used it in a 2S Strife, 
It's very easy to wire up and solder everything together. The board actually includes labels on it for everything, making it very self-explanatory. One little tip that I would give you is make sure you drill some small pilot holes in the switch plate. The screws for screwing the switch to the plate were included, but I broke both of them because I was trying to screw them straight in and the holes were just way too tight. Now this board definitely makes it easier to operate a blaster. Unlike other dual stage trigger systems, there's no need to put slight pressure on the trigger in order to keep the wheels spinning because they stay spinning between shots. In my setup, I used a 43mm OFP cage and fangs revamped running on 2S, and just to try to jam it, I pulled the trigger as quickly as I could with the flywheels stopped, and it didn't result in any jams. The dart did spit out with lower velocity than usual, but at least it didn't get stuck, and that's the important thing. In conclusion, this is exactly what I wanted from a dual-stage trigger kit. It works as you'd expect, it prevents jams, and there's no reduced velocity for follow-up shots, which is really the thing that I worry about with a dual-stage trigger. At $11, it's a great value for what you get, and definitely the kit to get if you like not having a rev trigger on your blasters. Speaking of great deals, it's time for your requisition recon. Target has the Nerf and Strike Sharpfire, originally 10 US dollars, marked down to 7, and they really want to get rid of the Nerf and Strike Elite Triad. They're selling it at $3.50, normally 5 US dollars. They also have the Endstrike Elite Disruptor on sale, originally 13 US dollars, it's marked down to 9, and the Nerf Endstrike Elite Ruckus, originally 20 US dollars, is marked down to 14 over at Target, and they have the Nerf Endstrike Elite Surge Fire, originally 25 US dollars, marked down to 18. If you're a fan of the Alpha Strike line, you can pick up the Cobra at Target, originally 10 US dollars, it's marked down to 7, then jumping over to Zombie Strike, the Quad Rot, originally 7 US dollars, is marked down to 5. The Alternator, originally 15 US dollars, is on sale for 11. The Nailbiter, originally 20 US dollars, is marked down to 13. And the Revoltinator, originally 40 US dollars, is marked down to 28. Target also has a bunch of Doomlands blasters on sale. The Holdout, originally 10 US dollars, is marked down to 7. The Negotiator, originally 15, is marked down to 11. And the Judge, originally 60 US dollars, is on sale for 42. Target also has the Nerf Icon Series Element, originally 7 US dollars, marked down to 550. And the Icon Series Mag Strike, originally 40 US dollars, is on sale for 28. Target also has the Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant, originally 7 US dollars, marked down to 5. And they have the Fortnite ARE, originally 40 US dollars, marked down to 35. And the Fortnite HCE, originally 12 US dollars, is marked down to 9. Over at Amazon, the Nerf Rebel Mission Central Op Rail Mount, originally 15 US dollars, is on sale for 5. Back at Target, the Nerf Mega Big Shock, originally 8 US dollars, is marked down to 6. And the Nerf Mega Bulldog, originally 12 US dollars, is on sale for the lowest price I've ever seen it, 9 US dollars. Amazon has the Nerf Rival Rechargeable Battery Pack, originally 30 US dollars, marked down to 17. And the Dart Zone Scorpion, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for just 14 at Target. They also have the Air Warriors Tactical Storm, originally 15, marked down to 11. And the Air Warriors Agitator, originally 20, marked down to 14 at Target. Finally, Amazon has the Boomco Dart Holder Accessory for just 5 US dollars. Don't forget, if you make a purchase at Blast Wraps, use the coupon code FOAMCAST for 20% off. If you make a purchase from Flux Sunglasses, use the code FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. 
And if you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use the code FOAMCAST for 10% off. And make sure you join my Facebook fan group, FoamCast Radio Fans, where I share giveaways from all the different blaster manufacturers and mod companies. As a matter of fact, I just shared a few giveaways into that group. Umarex is giving away a Rekt Op 4, and Healy Cansey is giving away a Nerf vest, and all you have to do to enter is tell them which color you like. I'm finding and sharing giveaways like these all the time, so go join that group. Alright, now it's time for your Battlespace Intel. On Saturday, June 27th, the Altoona Nerf Club is having their Foam Coming event in Altoona, Pennsylvania. And on Sunday, June 28th, Nerf Outings Madison is having their season opener and barter town in Madison, Wisconsin. And the Columbus, Ohio Nerf Club is having their Dart Wars Deluxe 2.0 event in Lewis Center, Ohio. Big thanks to everyone who submitted their events this week. Make sure you follow at Foamcast Radio on Twitter for critical mission updates. And for more info on any of these events and to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, visit foamcastradio.com slash intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by SM Enterprises. If you're like me, the first thing you do when you get a new blaster is open it up and start modding it. But what if you didn't have to? My friends at SM Enterprises are professional blaster modders with the equipment and experience necessary to provide premium quality, high performance modded blasters at reasonable prices. Their highly rated online store offers many of the most popular blasters in a variety of configurations. Or, if you prefer doing the upgrades yourself, they also offer great modding components, like pre-cut K26 springs, spring spacers, tools, and more. They even have a variety of ammo types to choose from. And for a limited time, SM Enterprises is offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Order now and use coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off your entire order. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to FOAMCAST Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. That's foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. Thanks to SM Enterprises for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. All right, everybody, this week I'm really excited to be talking to Kyle Smith, also known as Smash. He's an admin of the North Central Florida Nerf Club and the creator of the One Year Challenge. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing awesome. I'm really excited to talk to you about your challenge, learn more about that, and tell people how they can participate. Before we get into that, though, I always like to learn more about my guests, and I would really like to hear how you personally got into the blaster hobby. All right, so it started back in about 2011, and I was still in the Navy at the time. I just left uh, my one duty station in in, uh, Nevada, and I was uh, in my way to being stationed over in Florida. In the meantime, I was on leave at my mom's house, and I was helping clean the attic. I had a Nerf Rattler back in my childhood that I used to play with all the time, and I saw a picture with uh, with me using it, and it made me think about Nerf Blasters and how I had fun. So I went on the internet and looked at, see if I could find anything about the Nerf Rattler. And while doing that, I stumbled upon uh, two things, uh, uh, Lord Draconicle's uh, YouTube channel, and also a website called uh, Nerf Revolution. Um, no longer exists, but I went on there and... I can't remember which one was telling me, but there was uh, told about a Nerf war in Orlando about two, three months from that time. I made a point to get down there. I wasn't ready, but still brought my uh, little fury fire that I got from a uh, yard sale, and I had so much fun. It was it was NIC rules, 
So everyone was shooting like 200 FPS, but regardless, I had so much fun. And for the next couple of years, I kept playing. absolutely loved it. It was with the, the SNC guys before they were SNC. Uh, what ended up happening, uh, I got out of the Navy about 2013 um, and also was starting a new career. So I did take a couple, take a break for about three years. And then when the SNC came back down to Florida in 2016, I got back in it and I've been playing and loving ever since. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people when they're starting out, they start with those stock blasters and then they realize that, you know, modding is a thing and they start to look into the different options. So that's really cool that uh, that you were able to go out there and have fun, uh, even just with a stock blaster and then take it from there. That's awesome. Now, obviously, the thing that uh, I wanted to talk to you about today is the one year challenge. But personally, uh, until you reached out to me, I hadn't even heard of this. And I think a lot of other people haven't either. So it's really exciting. And I'd love for you to kind of explain to us what the one year challenge is. All right. So it's something I've been posting on a couple of Facebook groups and uh, with Discord, mostly ones that I frequent on, like the Crew Auxiliary uh, with the, the Florida one and also with the uh, recently North Modders Welcome. And what it is, is a challenge for individuals. And I'm specifically choosing N-Word because I know a lot of people that are going there to prepare themselves for, the, for that event. And what I've uh, chosen for myself is fitness goals. Um, but what other may choose is could be uh, learning to uh, do a skill that they're not used to, going ahead and increasing their reload time. I mean, their more proficiency with reloads, uh, with their mile time getting better, a lot of things like that. And what that individual would do is their favorite Facebook group or Discord that they're that's part of the community. They would declare what their goal is. And that goal, like I said, is what I previously mentioned. And they will put a picture of, say, a video of them uh, reloading uh, or their mile time or what they look like now as opposed to what they're going to look like later. And every so often, myself and hopefully the other challengers will keep tabs and check how that person's doing and also help them with any advice. If someone's not used to running, they can learn techniques from other people, uh, use different apps and that sort of thing. And mostly to give individuals a way to rely on other people and honestly the biggest thing is to not procrastinate because us nerfers we are notorious for procrastination well this sounds really cool and exciting i i think it's awesome that uh people can kind of pick and choose their own realistic goals uh that apply to them so for example, if somebody is already in great shape, they can pick some other goal of something that they want to work on. And I also love the fact that accountability is kind of built into this, right? Because one of the, uh, the main issues that people have when they're trying to accomplish a goal or some sort of like New Year's resolution or something is that if you don't tell people what you're working on and then continually check in with them and tell them how you're doing on it, a lot of times you'll kind of lose interest or stop working on it. So the idea of having people kind of check in with each other and see how they're doing, um, that's awesome. That'll definitely help keep people on track. Well, I definitely have more questions for you about the challenge, including how you came up with the idea in the first place. But before we get to those, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Flux Sunglasses. 
These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV protected, and ridiculously affordable. For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com slash flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code FOAMCAST to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Kyle Smith talking about the one-year challenge. And you told me the story earlier about how you came up with this challenge, and it's a pretty interesting story. So how did that come to happen? So it started back in Enmore 2018. I was participating. I I got turned early into a zombie. And I'm used to being athletic in the Navy. And, well, ever, ever since I got out of the Navy, I haven't been as good as shape. And it was a big culture shock in Enmore because... I'm used to running full speed, and I was constantly slowed down. I was out of breath. I couldn't keep pace with the other zombies. Um, and I was having to sit down way more out than I used to. So I took that in stride, and I figured the end of 2019, I would, I would get myself in shape. I would be a lot better prepared. And, well, unfortunately, I kept on coming up with excuses, and what came into June became July, and then came into uh, January, worked a little bit in January and came off the wayside and really couldn't get any progress. Finally got myself to uh, to get myself ready in April. But by that time, I was so focused on my workouts, I didn't have time to work on my loadout. And my uh, Bone Pro Tour loadout just wasn't ready because I, I waited to the last second to get myself in shape. And I really honestly didn't have any focus for anything else. So I jump ahead another year. I didn't wasn't going to go to uh, Enmore 2020 because I had other uh, other events and plans going for that month. So I I got myself out of shape. I didn't work out. I didn't do anything. Maintain Enmore tends to be that carrot on the stick for me. I it always motivates me to try to push myself. And what I want to do this year is find a way to make it so I prepare throughout the year. It doesn't have to be strenuous, just prolonged, like enough to where I slowly get the results. So when I get closer, I don't have to worry about doing really uh, time-intensive exercises. I just kind of maintain and I can work on my loadouts, work on my drills, do something else. And uh, when thinking about that, I thought it could be a really good idea to see if other people want to do that because I'm sure there's lots of people that have problems with procrastination. And there's got to be many, many goals that people want to achieve and they just struggle or they just can't get everything done. They want to get done because they can't manage the time. So uh, last month or so, I've been uh, going on Discord channels that I frequent and recently on a on the Nerf uh, uh, recently on the Nerf Modders Welcome Facebook group, and I challenged everyone. I asked everyone that wanted to uh, take the challenge uh, and explain everything I said previously about what the challenge entails and see if any takers and. I was actually shocked with the crew auxiliary. Not only did I get uh, people interested, but they actually made a tab on their Discord, specifically uh, Project Fortitude, to have people specifically uh, to have people specifically post their uh, fitness goals and their run times and 
basically we're actually talking to each other regularly about what we are doing for fitness. I'm, I'm getting introduced to apps I never knew it before. A, a zombie app running app that I'm going to be downloading soon. And lots of things that I'm learning, a lot of people are learning, and we're keeping tabs, and it's, it's really good. Uh, with Nerf Myers Welcome, I posted with them a couple days ago, and I, I'm still learning some really interesting mods that everyone intends on uh, uh, everyone intends on planning and going through. I hopefully will get some pictures. And what I'm going to do from this is about every two months, I'm going to check on those individuals and see what their progress is. And I'm hoping they're going to check on me. And slowly but surely, I hope that we can uh, get our goals and be able to celebrate for NWAR. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be just NWAR. NWAR is an event I chose, but there could be plenty of other events. And many individuals could do the same thing for whatever big event they want to uh, plan on or whatever big event that they want to do. Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest things about this challenge is that it pretty much applies to everybody who wants to participate, right? Like, even if it's someone who's not planning on going to End War, they can choose a different event, maybe West vs. Zombies or Ragnar Oktoberfest or something else in another part of the world. Or they can, uh, you know, pick something other than a fitness goal if that's not something that really applies or interests them. But uh, I definitely think this is a great idea, and I would uh, put out a huge word of encouragement to anybody who does choose a fitness goal. I know personally I'm not in the best shape of my life, but when I have been at big HVZ games, you find out really fast that you you do a lot better and you have more fun if you're in shape and you're not constantly getting winded. So it's something I'm going to be working on, and uh, I definitely encourage anybody else who is you know, choosing that as their goal. And speaking of which, uh, it sounds like your personal goal for this challenge is a fitness goal. Um, so what is it exactly? What's your, what's your actual, like, thing you're trying to achieve? So for myself, I want to, well, I would love to have the waistline I had, uh, last year. I had a, I bought a belt, battle belt, um, uh, specifically that day for the foam pro tour. And I had a 40 inch waist at a time and, well, didn't work out. And I am currently at a 46 inch waist. So I want to get myself from a 46-inch waist back down to a 40, pretty much get myself back into where I was uh, in War 2019. But another thing I'm noticing is that I need to get my ability. I, I'm a sprinter, and I need to get my ability to sprint and not be so winded after that. So my other goal is to get my mile time down. I'm currently at 8 minutes and 33 seconds, and I'm hoping and get it down to uh, 6 minutes and 45 seconds by and more. Awesome. That is a great goal, and I wish you all the luck in the world at accomplishing those. Um, sounds like you you have your path kind of carved out of exactly what you want to want to achieve, and that's awesome. Clarity and goals will definitely help you out. What progress have you made so far towards uh, accomplishing these? So I've been running about every three days. I've also, uh, I do, I have a workout video uh, that I, I have a workout video that I use every once in a while. I haven't used it too much yet, but I have got about half an inch off my waist. Um, I haven't timed myself again for my mile time, but I'm, I've been running a lot, going to the gym, and hopefully I'll be able to just keep it going. I don't have to do much, but just keep that pace and I should be fine. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, as long as you're constantly making that positive progress, that's what's important. So awesome job and uh, definitely keep it up. That's really exciting. Well, if people want to learn more and figure out how they can participate, uh, where should they go and, and where should they post or who should they talk to? So the main places I currently posted 
I've posted on the Nerf Modder. I've currently posted on the Nerf Modders Welcome Facebook group, uh, the Crew Auxiliary Discord and Facebook group. I've also posted on the Atomic Dart League uh, Discord and also the and also the Coalition of Florida Foam Discord. And also, I am part of North Central Florida Nerf Club, and that's the biggest area you're going to find me. Um, honestly, though, anywhere that you can find someone that can help you accountable and work with you, you can post there as well. Awesome. And I definitely recommend that uh, in addition to those places, people can post over in the Foamcast Radio fans group on Facebook as well if they'd like to. Uh, that sort of post is definitely welcome there. Well, Kyle, it has been awesome uh, getting to learn more about you and about your one-year challenge. Uh, before I let you go, uh, I first of all, do you have any like public social media that people can follow you at? Well, Kyle, it has been awesome getting to learn more about you and about the one-year challenge. Uh, before I let you go, first of all, do you have... Uh, uh, any sort of social media where people can check out the North Central Florida Nerf Club? Uh, yes, uh, I have the Facebook group and Instagram. Uh, both can be reached at North Central Florida Nerf Club. Awesome. And then, of course, I have that one final question that I ask all my guests at the end of an interview, and that is, what is your favorite blaster? Oh, I've been thinking about this one. So I, I got to answer two blasters. Uh, one, I've been using Strice for the last couple of years. One with a trust fire setup back when trust fires were popular and switch that over to a 3s setup with the morpheus cage and then eventually i got myself a brushless ultra strife from epic whale etsy so definitely strife uh but i can't forget about my flipbo my boomco flipbo which is my my favorite hvz blaster i love that thing 40 uh, 40 round mag or clip rather and uh, i just i absolutely have so much fun playing with that very cool that is definitely an original answer that i haven't heard before so that is really awesome kyle thank you so much for talking to me today oh thank you for having me ben all right, everybody, if you want to hear the pre- and post-interview conversation that I had with Kyle, Patreon supporters have access right now to the uncut War Room audio that's over an hour long. Before I sign off, I've got an action item for you. Head to the Foamcast Radio Fans Group on Facebook and answer this question. What sort of punishment should the thieves who broke into the Foam Patrol receive? Several people have already suggested various types of firing squads, so see if you can come up with something better. Thanks to Hobby King, SM Enterprises, and Flux Sunglasses for sponsoring this episode. A great way to support the podcast is by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com sponsors. I also want to thank Kyle Smith for being my guest this week, and a huge thank you to my supporters on Patreon. If you like this episode, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Rewards include shoutouts, suggesting questions for upcoming guests, automatic entry in every counterintelligence contest, and more. You can sign up and directly support future episodes of the podcast at patreon.com slash foamcastradio. And finally, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com. We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio. This is a Redeemed Recordings production. Copyright Redeemed Recordings 2020. Find more ritual content at redeemedrecordings.com. Hey everybody, one final note. This past week, Thomas Corbett of Containment Crew was involved in a tragic accident that he unfortunately did not survive. 
Please keep his family and friends in your prayers as they mourn. Tom was a guest of this podcast back on episode 49 when he came on the show to talk to us about the development of the Inferno flywheels. Tom was a very kind person with a passion for the hobby and for having fun with others, and I wanted to share some unreleased War Room audio of my conversation with him back in April of last year. We'll miss you, Tom. Absolutely. It was wonderful being on here with you. All right. That's it. That's all there is to it. Pretty easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. I have a <laughs> bit of radio experience, so it's it's nothing too unusual. Well, then you have more than me. <laughs> no, no, no. You you run an actual show. I ran a college radio show. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny because uh, I, I was a guest on Detroit Dark Talk a while back. And one of the guys on there asked me, he's like, so do you like have some broadcasting experience or anything? And I was like, nope, I just kind of figured this out. Trial and error. (laughs) Started out in the basement with no soundproofing and gaming headset. Looks around my basement and goes, oh, yes, yes, I am in a basement too, but I do have a boom mic. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, now I've got a good microphone and I'm in a soundproofed closet that I've dubbed the broadcast bunker. Um, so yeah, so now I've got a little bit of a setup, but I'm still on a, on a shoestring budget. I I like to say the only nerfer that's more broke than me is broke nerfer. So it's right in his name. Yep. Yeah. Can't, can't, uh, can't argue with that. Well, like I said, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Um, was there anything that you could think of that maybe we didn't cover? Cause we can, I can always go back and edit stuff in. Um, no, I think, uh, I think for the most part, you've got uh, a solid show there. I don't think there's anything specific that like I want to shoehorn in there. Awesome. Thank you so much. I will, uh, talk to you later. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.